1: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: All right, so I did the, uh, the research during a commercial break. I mean, look, it's, it's a neat little fact, but it is no, it has never happened before. If Michigan uh, beats TCU in Georgia, it'll be the first time that a team in the playoff field has defeated every other team that was in the playoff field. That's mostly a product of scheduling, because um, you have to figure you you to win the playoffs. You have to be two of the three. You have to win your semifinal game and the championship game. So you, at some point during the regular season, would have to play the other semifinal, the loser of the other semifinal. So if Georgia, you know, holds serve as a favorite and beats Ohio State, and Michigan holds serve as a favorite and beats TCU, and then I mean, I I do want to see Michigan play the best, and I think the best team in college football is Georgia. Um, and after what happened last year, I think you know it's it's slaying the dragon, right? It's what you you know you want to come back and 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 do that. But that would be the first time ever that a team that wins the college football playoff, will have defeated the entire college football playoff field. And look, there's only one more year right of this format. Um, but like I said, it's mostly a product of scheduling, but it's an interesting little fact, nonetheless. 248-539-9797. Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh Taking your Lions predictions. You've got it coming in uh, via ticket, text, phone calls, some tweets as well. We'll circle back and – uh on Monday, and see who who came the closest. Let's get back to your open line calls. Rashard is next here on ninety-seven one to ticket. What's up, Rashard? What's going on, fellas? How you doing, sir? Uh, my
2: my uh, my predictions: uh, Lions twenty-seven, the um, Carolina ten, and the whole thing where Rogers in the villain role. Yeah, like I like the villain. I think I think he's good as the villain, but the villain always has to die in the end, so the Lions could kill him. <laughs>
0: that's great you uh (laughs) so you you want it and you want them to play
2: yep i want them to play
0: yeah why do you think the lions win 27 10
2: against carolina yeah um because the offense we 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 can move the ball we we coming up on defense our defense is 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 stepping up pretty good man I, i just I'm just uh, skeptical about the uh, the DBs because um, I, I looked at the um, the injury report. They said that um, Elliott is not playing, um, and I've always been shaky about the corner. So, like, I, I do not like Will Harris, man. He, like, on his bump and run coverage, like, he, he gets sucked in too, too much and he gets burnt right off the line because he's always trying to jam on the line. Real hard. He, I think he should play off like three yards. Like he's not a bumper run guy. He I will tell more. you,
0: you bring up something, and and thank you for the phone call. Merry Christmas, Richard. Yep. Uh, it would be awfully reassuring if Jeffrey Akuda has a big game. Guys are allowed, it happens in the league, right? I've seen Jalen Ramsey have a bad game, right? It happens. Some days you have a bad day at the office. If, uh, After Akuta last week, what happened? I mean, it wasn't dreadful because he did have a couple of pass breakups, but like the end of the first half, they went at him, was it three? I think it was three straight times and got a deep completion, a pass interference, and then a throw into the end zone. You remember that? That could have been a pass interference. Okuda, it would be awfully reassuring to see him bounce back and have a good game. 248-539-9797. Two four eight 9797 Let's go to Jim next here on one. Hi, Jim. Good morning. What's up? I got Carolina
1: 13. I mean, Carolina 10 and our Detroit Lions 13. <laughs> Another close one.
0: Okay. And why do you think it's going to be um, so low scoring?
1: I got, first of all, I got a question for you guys that's related to the strategy. Um, would you say that the Lions coaching – Um, You know, the calls they make, the formations they do, the timing of things is unconventional.
0: I think they try to be, I think Ben Johnson is, is uh, uh, unpredictable. Yes, I do believe that.
1: Correct. Correct. Plus, you know, fake pawns and, you know, a, a reverse here and there. Do you think that strategy affects the other coach's decision? Oh yeah. And then going for it on fourth down, maybe, you know, at odd times, sometimes it's obvious, but do you think that affects the other coaches in how they prepare for the Lions?
0: Okay, so I've never given that much thought, and I'd have to think about if I've seen any examples of that. It may, I, but I honestly don't know. Um, it's an it's an interesting thing that maybe I'd... It feels like the kind of thing that if the Lions, you know, get themselves into a playoff position, I feel like, Jim, this is the kind of thing you'll read that some columnist will have... Um, opposing coaches, unnamed opposing coaches talk about what it's like to coach against these teams, and uh-huh. they may admit that the Lions' unpredictability changes. Like, I, my, my punt return team would always be on high alert, right? Because right. the Lions, what is the and number, you, seven of eight? I think it's seven times, eight times they've they've faked a punt and they've been successful seven times. And
1: it's, and it's uncanny.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you would think you'd be prepared for that.
1: Right. Um, I've got a detail uh, on how they're gonna
0: win it. okay, you got some time? I do yes I'm, I'm looking forward to it.
1: okay you know how you know how number 14 uh Saint Brown go, Lions got the ball. it's uh a close it, it's it's either third down, fourth down and two.
0: okay.
1: they're um, gonna put him in motion right like they normally do. yep, but he's gonna st- he's gonna step back into the quarterback position and then they're gonna put Goth in motion. And it's either gonna and then it's gonna be the old college um, what do you call it, uh, read option, with Saint Brown uh, making the call, whether to keep it or, or to hand it to uh, number thirty or to number thirty two, whoever they got in the So back you got field. a
0: Monroe St. Brown taking a direct snap and running the read option.
1: Correct. With 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 Goff had gone in motion out on the wing. So he's just uh he'll just take a guy you know, as uh, you know, it doesn't matter because it's going to be a, you know,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: They're either going to make it or they're not. They're not going to go wide. Well, that He's is true. Gonna it's either
0: going to work or it won't. Uh, Jim, I you, love you, the you, creativity. Jake, what do You
1: think? I think you're a little crazy. I think. What'd you say? Uh, it's not un it, unconventional. Okay. <laughs> but he has run the ball before. Um, and, and I, he he they, would be he would be the man to make the call.
0: I I I like the I way got you
1: confidence in him. I
0: like the way you think, crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Merry Christmas, you guys, and go Lions! Merry Christmas.
3: I think he's called before with like some kind of weird play he wants to predict.
0: I don't I don't remember if he has, but I'm not going to forget that one. I mean, look, they've lined Amamra uh, St. Brown up in the backfield and handed him the football. I think the zone read is one of the most fascinating plays in football because I think it, it looks to me like it's a very difficult thing to do. The, the mesh point where the quarterback holds the ball and the running back is like, do I take it? Do I not take it? And, and you, you know, it's, it's clearly easier than it looks. But I've always found it to be a high, high fumble probability type of play
3: and it's also i think more difficult than it looks at the same time because it's the read part and if you're not used to doing this you know yep then you know you don't know when to cuz the running back is kind of at your mercy he doesn't know what you're going to do nope so cuz that's the quarterback he's got to read the end right or who's on you know is he is he crashing down is he staying outside and yep. this happens in less than a and split it's second a split right? second
0: yeah. and they have to make that decision whether they pull the ball or hand it to the running back and i'm not sure somebody who doesn't do it on a regular basis, should be running it in an NFL yeah. game?
3: Do they need to do this? No. But I would trust anything Ben Johnson does because I'm I'm sure if they run something, they've run it a lot in practice. One and, would think. And the way that Ben Johnson – why are we even – not that he was questioning play calling, but why are we even doing up plays? For Ben Johnson's been great this year. Mm-hmm. Right? Why yep. even try to uh, – Put more ideas out there. I'm sure he, he's got plenty that he hasn't used yet. And, in fact, he's got plenty that he'll use over and over again, just going to different options with different players. Yep. Jared Goff said on our airwaves this week, that was the same play to Penny Sewell that they did to Brock Wright. It's it's just different players running different positions, and he went to a different option.
0: It's wild because if you look back at it, I mean, obviously he's right. He knows. I think but, he'd know. But playing the role of Penny Sewell was Amon Ross St. Brown. Going in motion, right? Playing the role of Brock Wright, the when they threw to Penae Sewell, was DJ Chark. So it's they're not even running it with guys who play the same position. They're lining up, you know, uh, a wide receiver where they lined up a tight end, and Chark did the exact same thing. He, you know, feigned a block, fake block, and then took off running the same route that Brock Wright ran. Sewell came in motion and ran out into the flat like they, they've done with Amon Ross so many times. So they are using the same plays with completely different people. It's kind of it's wild. 248-539-9797. We'll get to more of your phone calls and feedback. How much is this impacting your Christmas? We'll get to that at 1135. It's Carson Anderson, Gator out today, 97.1.